Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. muted <laughs> ah, we are live welcome back ladies and gentlemen i am your host blake rufino this is are you serious sports we hope that you guys are making it a good one we know that you are we hope that you are as well yes 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 the beard is going bye-bye the beard is going bye-bye friday on veterans day shout out to pooh bear Shout out to all the veterans out there this upcoming Friday. My wife, Megan, will be filming me shave my lo- my beard. I don't like it. I hate it. But I made, <clears throat> I made a promise that if LSU beat Alabama, that the beard will go. Friday, you will see it. No, I'm not shaving my cat. I don't have a cat. Don't own a cat. <laughs> We're on the radio. I already got mad. People got mad at me for what I did Saturday night when LSU just absolutely dominated Alabama <laughs> in a one-point win. Nevertheless, it's coming off Friday. It's coming off Friday. We'll uh, we'll do it. Hey, man. It's it. it it, it is a, um, hey, man, it is what it is. He'll grow back. Noah says, boo, shave it today. No, I can't shave it today. Uh, but I promise you, I promise you it's coming off. Adrian says, 27-year Army veteran over here, Blake Rufino. Well, thank you all for your service. We'll tell you again Friday. We are going live on Friday as well. Um, So we'll do a show, and then the beard will go. We'll do a show and the beard will go. I don't like it at all. They did tell me, Pooh Bear, that we did agree. They said I could keep a goatee, but I'm not doing that. Or at least I don't want to do that. We'll see how we'll see how it transpires. But but we do have a big show in store for you here tonight. 
We'll recap because, look, we were out last night. We went to the Saints game. Boo! Dennis Allen. Boo! You fired a man that was 8-28. Should have never gone to the game. They stink! But nevertheless, <clears throat> we did go to the game, so we're going live here today. We'll get to De we'll get to Dennis Allen later here tonight. I promise you that. But we'll do a recap and Arky preview. Probably should have rated this as a Rafino's rants, but I did that Saturday Saturday night. We'll pre we'll recap the game, preview Arkansas, and all of that fun stuff. The college football rankings came out. LSU came in at number seven. We'll talk on that. Look, there's a lot of people already counting out LSU if they were able to make it to Georgia. I will tell or make it to Atlanta to play Georgia, the Bulldogs. But I will tell you this. We got to worry about Saturday night. We got to worry about Saturday night. I'll tell you why here. Carter, the power Bryant, he says he's running a little bit late. Um, that's what happens when you're the smoothie prince. You can do what you want. <laughs> <laughs> so Carter Bryant will be joining us at 7.30 as we do every Tuesday and Thursday, hashtag AskBlake. Uh, so you have any thoughts, concerns, comments, fire inside the Rudy Crew chat, and we'll get to as many of them as we can throughout the show. So let's get to a couple of these comments, though, before we get started. Brian says, you keeping the mustache, that really it, it, that isn't really a beard. That's true. That's true. I could just shave the sides. I might leave a goatee. We'll see. Stefan says you can leave a goatee or something, B. You can't uh you you don't have to go with the full Siamese cat. Okay. Okay, I might go goatee. I might go goatee. If you guys say if you're okay with that, I'll go goatee. Uh Derek says eight years Louisiana Army National Guard here. Thank you so much. If you look, Pooh, if you can, if you see something like this, start. We'll bring it up. If you're a veteran, we'll start. <clears throat> we'll 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 give you we'll give you a shout out but thank you all uh how are you gonna ruin me like that Pooh bear if you're listening to us on radio if you're listening to us wherever you listen to podcasts Pooh bear says you and zach could be twins zach's one of our producers um god bless it Pooh. why you gotta say stuff like that now i gotta look no 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 okay Payton's Durang says f you man Chew that thing, Blake. Okay. Foo man that chew, Blake, he says. Foo man that chew. Excuse me. I might do that. We might do that. We might do that. We'll see. But we're at the, it's coming off. I promise you it's coming off. Chris Ingram says, nine years in the Army. Thank you so much, Chris, for your service. We'll do, uh, man, I mean, there's so many people that served uh, in, in our armed forces, man. Thank you all so much. Uh, Jared says, shave it all. With his STTDB shirt on. <laughs> uh, Father A Bear says six years armed forces or Air Force. Uh, I'm 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 assuming I, I'm not sure. Pooh Bear might be able to help me here. Uh, I don't know what AF reserves is. Maybe I'm assuming Army, w w Air Force. Okay, Air Force reserves. Thank you so much, Father. Hey, I, I gotta say this too, Darren. Y'all want to y'all want to hear something funny? Let, let me tell you something very funny. So during the Alabama game, <laughs> I was texting this man religiously, pun intended, saying, <laughs> saying the most Christian things of all time. Father, <laughs> please, dear God, use your magic. Light a candle, Father. 
And at the end of the at the end of the game, after LSU won, and Father Abraham says, "I'm praying, I'm praying." At the end of the at the end of the game, he goes, "You're welcome." <laughs> Father Abear, send this man a tithing. He won you the game from his praying. <laughs> You're welcome. It was the best two-worded text I've ever gotten in my life. <laughs> so great. Um, Brandon, current active duty, six years. Thank you so much, Brandon. Max says 21 years, U.S. US Air Force, 926 at Naval Air Station, Joint Reserve Base, and Keesler uh, Air Force Base. Thank you so much, Mac, for your service. Thank you guys so much. It's absolutely. And then, Pooh, did I miss somebody? Uh, Clyde says, um, U.S. Marine Corps, 1972 to 1976. Thank you so much. Hoo-ah! Isn't that right? Isn't that what the uh, Marines say? Hoo-ah? I love it, man. I love it. Thank you so much to your... All of our brothers and sisters in the armed forces. Father Abraham says, I take no credit, all the Lord. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. The man's got the magic touch. Man's got the magic touch. Shane says, eight years, Army Infantry. Thank you so much, brother. Thank you so much. All right, let's get this thing rolling, y'all. Everybody do us a favor by hitting the like and share. Share to all those Facebook groups if you're listening to us. On there, Facebook groups, your own social media pages. We greatly appreciate you doing that. If you're listening to us anywhere that you listen to audio podcast, we want to give a shout out to our good friends over at the TuneIn app, XM Radio. Stand up, baby. We appreciate you joining us and joining the AYS team. Like, rate, review, subscribe, all of that good stuff. If you're listening to us on YouTube, you can do that as well. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. All right, big show. We got to do a recap, preview Arky. It, look, it's a three-point line. Some people are like, oh, there's no way. Pump your brakes. I know Arkansas got the cheeks clapped by, 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 by Liberty and Hugh Freeze. The prostitutes did get called. My point is, let's go just win this Saturday. We'll talk on that. Carter Bryant joining us at 740 uh, around there. All right, let's do this. Let's pay these bills. We'll be right back. Let's talk about our good friends over at betonline.ag. Our good friends over at GM Varno & Sons, gmvarnoandsons.com. We return in one minute. We got a lot to discuss. You're not going to want to miss this. Next. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way for you to wager on all of your favorite sports, contests, events, with the first-to-market odds in lines. Find reviews for all the news for each league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, college sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports information for live in-game betting props and futures head on over to bet online today and use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet use our promo code believe 50 that's believe 50 b-l-e-a-v five zero to receive your 50 percent off welcome bonus on your first deposit that's betonline.ag betonline.ag with over 65 years of experience, nobody is better equipped to service in your vehicle than GM Varno & Sons. RV repair, big rig overhauls, motor chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. If you break down the side of the road in the greater Baton Rouge area, they will come and get you. And the best thing about that is that they can come and get you and then they can bring your vehicle back to their shop and start the repairs 
right then. Again, GM Varno and Sons, go see him over at 2500 Fuller Boulevard. Give him a call at 225-664-9992. 225-664-9992. Tell him you good friend, Blake Rafino. Sit you on by. Pooh Bear, come up and say something about this if you want to. You're muted. Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, so, Sammy here. I see your comment. Um, it also started. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, go I, ahead. I, I don't understand the service. Y'all get paid housing, goods, insurance. Isn't that a job? Uh, isn't that just a job? Uh, well, he, check this out, Sammy. Um, not many jobs take you around, away from your family and, and tell you that, hey, you could possibly die. Not many jobs do that. And then I get to die or risk my life so you can make a dumbass comment like this. Blocking. So, blocking. There you We're go. not putting up Enjoy. with that. Yeah, blocking. All right, let's get to the show. But if you make fun of anybody or say anything bad about somebody in the military, police officers, Christians, religion, whatever, you're blocked. Get your stupid ass out of here. All right, let's get to this. Guys, probably, probably, actually, it's not probably. I don't know, Pooh. And Pooh Bear stormed the stadium. Go look at the Golden Boot podcast. My man went stupid. Um, he did storm the field. So why you are arguing with me and yelling at me all during the postgame show, Blake, you can't do the technological shit. Where's Pooh Bear? Well, he was storming the field. Nevertheless, nevertheless, I don't know if there's been a bigger game in Tiger Stadium. Maybe you could say 2019 Florida like, maybe, maybe. And, and that was a monumental game, man. It was a massive game. But for me, let me recap this game for me. When it comes to the tiers of the most electric games that we've seen in Death Valley, the most mean, one of the more meaningful games in Death Valley, maybe not meaningful, but when it comes to, like, college football playoff stands, look, LSU 7, I get it. We'll talk in just a quick second about how they can get into the playoff and all of that good stuff. The bottom line is this. Guys, it is a program changer. The last two seasons you've had, in total, from a win-loss perspective, you have a losing record. You went to Kansas, you went to a bowl game, you played Kansas State, you lost, you were below 500. First time since 2000 that that, that had happened. It took 21 seasons for you to go below 500. Alabama can't say it, Clemson can't say it, Oklahoma can't say it. Nobody else can say it. You can say it. Maybe Oklahoma can. I don't, I don't really know. But regardless, over the last two years, you are programmed because you're a fan. You're listening to this show because you love LSU. Our program, the program we root for, the program that we at AYS and Pooh Bear and the Golden Boot Pot, all, everybody covers, loves, adores, has been pretty bad. Now, you might say that, well, Blake, there was a lot of big and key pieces and bright pieces. Yes, of course. There's no doubt about it. But from a football perspective and a win-loss perspective, it's not to the standard that Brian Kelly is going to now set. It is a monumental win. It is a program-changing win. That's what some people call it, program-changing. I said on this day, five weeks ago, on a Tuesday, that if Brian Kelly were to beat in Alabama, and I made the bet, I went back and watched the show. I went back and made the bet that if LSU beats Alabama, I'd shave my beard. 
that it's not necessarily a program changing win. It's a it's a ship moving. LSU was veering off a path. They were veering off the path and they got pretty far. But like the like the good book says, like the Bible says, the prodigal son's now getting now returning. Now you're getting back to where you need to be. So so many people asked the simple question. Why do you go out and spend $90 million guaranteed on Brian Kelly? Do you know why now? A lot of people ridiculed Jane Daniels, your quarterback. Look how he's doing now. Guys, he's going to be in the top six of Heisman voting if it were to be done today. I'm going to shave the J- beard, Jacob. Calm down. Well, they told me I could leave a goatee. We might do that. We might do that. But it's a program changing, not a program uh, or I'm not program changing, is a program shifting, not a program changing. Because when you get to four national titles in 20 years, you win three of them, you've been to the big dance, you've seen what happens here. And I'll tell you this, the number one thing, the number one thing for me is this, Brian Kelly doesn't have his full army yet. He doesn't have his full set of guys. Guys, you have 64 scholarship dudes. 64 scholarship dudes that are on this roster. They're not even full. You're almost to a point where you could field an entire offense and defensive team with the amount of scholarships you have left to go get. And you beat Alabama. Now, a lot of people are now saying that Alabama's overrated. Guys, no, they're not. They're still 7-2. and two. They've still got Bryce Young. They still have Nick Saban. They're a really good program. But to get into this game, to talk about what we saw Saturday night in Death Valley, Brian Kelly had probably the best call in a football game that I'd seen at LSU in a long time. That includes 2019. You know, the third and 17 was monumental against Texas. The the plays that you had against Clemson in the national title game, Joe Burrow's run against Alabama, sure, But we had never been in a situation where we're up against Alabama, maybe since 2012, that we were going up against Alabama in overtime and you run a two-point conversion to win the football game. Do you understand what just happened? So to all the people, when we made the Rafinos rants about Stephen A. Smith and all of these people about how, Oh, nobody likes Brian Kelly. The fans don't like him. The team doesn't like him. The administration doesn't like him. Don't listen to stuff like that. We talk, I talked to a handful of players, about 10 players, from starting Sunday morning until we did the episode today. And all of them said the same thing, relatively. Blake, he put it in our hands. He trusted us to go out there and win the football game, and we did it. Not only is Brian Kelly winning over a fan base, if he hadn't done so already, an administration, a president that's new, an AD that's relatively new, only been here a couple of years, who's from here, but is now just two years into or three years into his tenure. Brian Kelly did something that not a lot of coaches do. Guys, for the first time, first time since 2010... You beat Alabama on your home turf. And everybody wants to, uh, 
make the comparison. What's the biggest win? Clemson getting beat by Notre Dame or LSU beating Alabama? It's LSU beating Alabama, and you could say I'm biased, but it's by it by a long shot. Brian Kelly. Now, I was in that meeting room when Brian Kelly first got announced as LSU's head coach. I was in that meeting room when he got announced. And in that meeting room, he said one thing. One thing and one thing only that stood out to me that I knew that he really wanted to be here. I came here because I wanted to beat Nick Saban. And he knew to everybody that laughed at him, to everybody that scoffed at him for coming here, he knew that he did not have the talent or probably couldn't get the talent to Notre Dame, whether Marcus Freeman can or not, that he could not get the talent to Notre Dame that could be here at LSU. And guys, by the way, we'll do a recruiting update in a couple of days, in a couple of episodes. They're killing it in recruiting. They're absolutely killing it in recruiting. So the bottom line is this. We can break this game down all we want. We're about to. But you cannot take away the magnitude of what Brian Kelly and this team did Saturday. Now let's talk about it. Guys, I said it Saturday night. I'll repeat it. There was not, there was not a better offensive player on the field during that game Saturday night better than Jaden Daniels. Now, you could say, well, Bryce Young won a Heisman last year. Well, (laughs) Bryce Young also went 25 of 51. He didn't even get to 50% completion percentage. He didn't. He threw an interception. Jane Daniels, when you needed him the most, capitalized every single time. So when I told you in the beginning of the season, I'm okay if Jane Daniels misses a pass, that maybe he should have let go because later in the game, he's going to take off and he's going to get you 20 yards and it's going to legitimately change your enti- the entire game. You are never out of a game with Jane Daniels as your quarterback. That's going to happen if, we, if you beat Arkansas this upcoming weekend. It's going to be the same when you go to Atlanta in a couple of weeks. Atlanta looks invincible. They look like they can't be beat. A lot of people believe that Georgia can't be beat. Some may be right here. But any team on any given Saturday can be beat. And I promise you this as God is my witness. If LSU runs the table for the rest, these next three games, they beat Arkansas, they beat UAB, they beat Texas A&M, and they go to Hotlanta, and they beat Georgia, they're going to the playoff. What seed they're going to be, I have no idea. But everybody, whether it be in the offseason or whether it be this year, continuously casts out LSU. But there's one thing, there's one thing that the committee tonight doesn't see. There's one thing that a lot of people don't see when they watch LSU. Guys, this team's getting better. From week one, when they played number now, number 23 in the country, Florida State, they have gotten so much better. They've never stopped fighting to get where they're at. The Tennessee game, yeah, I see what the final score was. I saw what the final score was. The game was a lot closer than some people give it credit to. I bet you good and God dang well that, L- that they don't want to play LSU again. 
and they're probably and they're not going to. This team's getting a lot better because now you see guys like Harold Perkins doing what he's doing. Guys, Harold Perkins was the best defensive player on the field Saturday night. It wasn't Will Anderson. It wasn't Dallas Turner. It wasn't anybody else. It was simply Harold Perkins. Harold Perkins is him. And when everybody used to scoff at during the offseason, when they said Brian Kelly couldn't recruit, well, he hit on the best recruit humanly possible in that time frame. And he won. He beat Alabama. He found a way. And see, what's so interesting here, what's so interesting is that we finally have a coach that knows he's got to get 4-0 on the field, along with B.J. Ojolari at the same time. Guys, here's the truth. Did you know that LSU basically, basically, ran a 4-3 defense, if you're going to consider Harold Perkins a linebacker, about 85% of the time? That's how versatile that young man is. Now, does Harold Perkins need to do some things better when you watch the film? Yes, and Brian Kelly alluded to that. He's got to get better in coverage. He's got to get better in man-to-man coverage. But my God, if he's stopping the run or if he's coming off the edge, if he's a pass rusher, whatever he's doing, he is electric. You win games with Jimmy and Joes and, and X's and O's, but when you have the Jimmys and Joes, sometimes the X's and O's don't really matter. They don't. And they're only... The scary thing about LSU, <clears throat> the scary thing about LSU is this. If you think that they're getting better during the season, what happens when they get more personnel in here? What happens when they get the top five recruiting class and, and also hit the portal and are able to plug and play some of these guys? Jarek Bernard Converse from Oklahoma State. Guys, the interception in the end zone, the, the, the batted pass on third and 10, to lead Alabama to have to kick a field goal to send it to overtime. Guys, that man is a transfer. They have a plan. Brian Kelly has a plan. So when next season comes and this team looks like, and you're like, damn, man, we got so much depth in so many positions. It's going to be deadly. Last thing I'm going to say about this, I want to get to this Arkansas game. Guys, you're seeing, I'm going to call it right now, as 700 of you in total, whether live stream, radio, whatever it may be, are listening to this show, I promise you this, LSU is building something absolutely deadly. Now, they are going to lose games along the way. They're going to lose a game maybe they shouldn't have. A lot of teams do. Clemson just did it. Alabama just did it. Georgia's done it. Guys, two or three years ago, Georgia lost to South Carolina at home. It's going to happen. There will be days where it's rough. But holistically, holistically, Brian Kelly, I've told you this. uh, If I told you once, I've told you a thousand times. It's here for three things. Number one, he wanted to beat Nick Saban. Well, check mark. And I guarantee he wants to do it more. Number two, he wants not a national title. He he didn't come here for a national title. And if you ever listen to Brian Kelly, he never says national title as a a singular thing. 
He said, I come here to win national titles, plural. Why? Because he wants to build a dynasty. He is the type of human being, along like Nick Satan at, at, at Alabama, that wants his name in the rafters. He wants his name as one of the best head coaches to ever walk the planet Earth. And guys, LSU provides him that. If Brian Kelly, and he's doing this because we talk about this offensive line that he's rebuilding as an example. We talk about the two freshman bookends. We talk about Will Campbell. We talk about Emory Jones. Guys, the best offensive lineman this past Saturday night wore 7-0. The true freshman last year, the freshman All-American at Florida International, absolutely mauled dudes that wore the crimson of Alabama. Mauled them. They're dirty up front. Did Wilt Campbell and Emory Jones get beat sometimes? Yes. But they held their own. That was the key to victory. If those two bookends could hold their own, you would win. That's not the only freshman that's scattered along this team as freshmen that are making big-time waves. The guy that caught the game-winning two-point conversion, Mason Taylor's along with him. <clears throat> Beginning of the season, we were sitting here wondering, what's Brian Kelly seeing Mason Taylor? Well, we saw it because it started here. It started with this picture right here. Guys, look at this. If you can't see it, it's, May it's a picture of Mason Taylor's catch into double coverage over Elias Ricks. Look at this. Not only is he going up for the ball with two hands and coming down with it, the person snapping the photo, he's looking at him dead in the lens. Iconic. Monumental. A freshman. So when everybody tells you that LSU's not back, you laugh in their face and say, bitch, I'm from Louisiana. We call it that boot. All right, Pooh Bear, we got any um, super chats, any comments worthy? Up in here, I think I saw a super chat. We'll get into some Arkansas. Carter the Power Bryant joining us in 10 minutes. Cody McGee says Tiger Stadium caused an earthquake three times in Tiger Stadium's history. 1988, when Auburn got beat. 2022, Garth Brooks, I was there, and it was deafening. <clears throat> Absolutely deafening. When he played Calling Baton Rouge in Tiger Stadium 2022, again, when we beat Alabama. Yeah, it was Jane Daniels, if I'm not mistaken. It was Jane Daniels' run. LSU did it twice, guys, on Saturday. Uh, the seismic graph got reprinted. I was told and saw <clears throat> it got reprinted on Jane Daniels' 25-yard TD run. It did it. And then when Mason Taylor scored, the two-point conversion. Unre and thank you, Cody, for the $9.99 Super Chat. It's unreal, man. It's unreal. The environment that we produce. And listen, you cannot keep your foot off the gas when you go into this game on Saturday. You cannot. I get it's at 11 a.m. I get it's going to be cold as, as a witch's titty. I, I get that there's a lot of things going up against you. I get that you just played Alabama. I get it was a tough game. But, guys, you know what's crazy? Can You, you can't convince me that this LSU team – is not going to look is going to look past Arkansas because of your head coach. They're not going to do it. And I I honestly felt like and I think I tweeted this out.
I don't remember a team when we got in the fourth quarter, like an LSU team, when we got in the fourth quarter. Guys, they could have played a whole nother quarter. Look how fresh they were. They were fresh. They were ready to go. Jacob Flint has these guys ready to go. But in talking about Arkansas, when talking about Arkansas, you can't look past them. I get that they beat Liberty. Uh, they got beat by Liberty. I get it. I get that there's a chance that KJ Jefferson might not suit up. There's, you know, there's questions about his availability this upcoming Saturday. It doesn't matter. I don't care if it's Vanderbilt. You got to go to. I don't care if you got to go to Nashville, Tennessee, and play Vanderbilt. Don't look past him because here's what's more than likely going to happen. It's a very strong chance that Alabama, who just got beat, is going to play Ole Miss and they're going to win. <clears throat> if you beat Arkansas Saturday morning in Fayetteville, you clinch the SEC West. You're going to Hotlanta. Because it doesn't matter what you do against Texas A&M. Now you need to go out there and win that game because you got a whole lot to play for. But now, guys, LSU has so much that they have to play for now. Because I don't really give to Rudy Poos. What Kirk Herbstreet says, what Joey Galloway say on these uh, college football predictions. I don't care what Big Game Boomer says. I don't care what any of these dudes who cover college football has to say. If LSU takes care of business, let's just get to Hotlanta. Focus on what you have to focus on. Because the truth is, Arkansas doesn't have your depth. They don't have the better. Look, let me say this. I, their offensive line's banged up. They have maybe a better center than you. But holistically, they don't have a better offensive line. They don't. I think that they're running. They have a better running back holistically than you. I think Rocket Sanders is phenomenal. A phenomenal running back. Give me Josh Williams's effort, and give me Josh Williams. They don't have a better wide receiver core than you. They don't have a better D line. They don't have better overall linebackers. Drew Sanders is a stud, though. Like they have dudes. They have guys. Like. It's not unrealistic that Arkansas is going to maybe score some points. They have dudes. Drew Sanders, the uh, the All-American linebacker at, uh, at Arkansas, leads the SEC in sacks. He plays middle linebacker, guys. Seven and a half sacks. And if I'm not mistaken, I think he's close to like 74, 75 total tackles on the season. They have dudes. What I'm telling you is they don't have enough dudes to even be on the same field as you. They don't. They don't. I wanted to bring this up, too. I want to bring this up, too. Hold on. Hold on. All right, so we can stop getting peppered because so many people are just joining late. Like Blake Doucette says, ask Blake, why do you still have – why do I still see a beard? We're doing it Friday. I should have announced it. I didn't. My wife, Megan, is going to film it. They told me I should look like this. This is what they told me I should look like. Zach has no idea that he's on the monitor right now in a jean jacket. You look like Denim Dan up in this thing. But this is what they told me I could look like. Okay? So we're doing it Friday. We're filming it. I promise you. And the crying belly who said, who is the most negative human being on social media, I might add, outside of Big Game Boomer, says, Blake better shave that beard all, all the way clean shave. Yeah. Crying, you can't grow pubic hair, much less facial hair. So I'm going to do what I want to do. <sighs> all right. All right, guys. It's just a joke. It's just a joke. Calm down. It's coming down. I promise you. I wanted to film it. We can't do it in the studio. I was told I can't do it in the studio. So, yeah. 
Uh, Pooh Bear says, Jean Jacket, is Zach a preacher or a Florida fan? Ooh. Zach, do you have a rebuttal here? I had to look nice tonight. I had to look nice. And so you wore a jean jacket? <laughs> when your sister buys you a nice jacket, you wear it. Even if you're not really a big fan of the jean jacket, you still wear it. Because you want to be nice for your sister, you know. So anyway. Zach, would I look okay with a goatee? I think it look interesting. I think you look pretty good. I'm interested to see it. Okay. Okay. But they they love it. They, Pooh Bear says Texas tuxedo jacket. I'm, I actually <laughs> like right. a good I jean like jacket. It. I like, I, I like a, a tie, good button up underneath. You know. All right, all right. Let look, Carrie. I get it. Y'all stop with this. Stop throwing this in there. I don't care. Red wave, blue wave, purple wave, orange wave, green wave. I don't really care. Tulane gonna win a natty. I don't care. Just don't put this in here. Don't make this a political podcast. It's not a political podcast. Don't bring your politics into this bitch. Sorry. Sorry, XM Radio. <laughs> they got, man, I went stupid. But it, I think they're okay with that. I think they weren't okay with the 75 F-bombs I dropped in five minutes <laughs> on Saturday night. <laughs> anywho, anywho, getting back to the real topic. Getting back to the real and ultimate topic. Uh, you can't look past Arkansas, man. They got dudes. And look, the ultimate thing, the ultimate thing is this. They don't have a better quarterback than you do. Yes, I said it. K.J. Jefferson right now is not better than Jaden Daniels. Guys, he makes your team so damn tough to stop. Over the last three games, over the last three games, this offense has done monumental things, especially on the ground. And it starts with number five. It starts with number five. Everything that he's doing, everything that he's doing, even throwing the football down the field, guys, he could have had 200, he should have had 250 passing yards to go along with close to the 100 rushing yards that he had. Pass interferences from Eli Ricks. The biggest adjustment of the game, let's call it what it is, offensively, was attacking Eli Ricks when you saw Malik Neighbors moss him along the sideline. Monumental, man. Absolutely monumental. But since the Florida game, since the Florida game, LSU is averaging 40.66 points per game. 40.67. They're dominating offensively. I promise you this. If LSU can find a way now, it's 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 a very tough, it's a long shot because Georgia's defense is really good. But this offense is scoring the last three weeks 40 um, let's round up 41 points a game. Dominating. And the truth is, they're dominating up front. And Jane Daniels, if you did a blind resume today, would be in the top six of Heisman Trophy candidates. Because who would be there? Who, who, who are you going to say is playing better than him at the current moment? Very interesting. All right, two minutes. We're getting to the power. The, the only real true power outside of Jesus is Carter the power. And all of you people at LSU – Need to uh t- need to know that. Um, I don't know what's going on here, but somebody said, "Hand, this is uh the last warning. Chill out." I don't know what's going here. 
I don't know what's going on here. But if we're talking politics, please stop. I don't know what's going on, but please stop. Cody McGee sends a $499 super chat. He says, Blake, why is the SEC only conference that finds schools for storming the field? That's a good question that I do not have the answer to. He says, they need to do away with that policy. Do you agree? No, I actually don't agree with that. Because, look, here's the truth. And you're not going to like me saying that. Fans love doing it, and I understand it. Like, I, I don't have a problem with you doing it. But, but, there's a lot of things that can go wrong. So, no, I, I don't, you know, I don't, Pooh Bear, Zach, can we, Zach, can you do me a favor? Can we? Yeah, I, I don't know what's going on there neither. Uh, but somebody needs to leave. Zach, do me a favor. Is is that true? Is the SEC the only conference that finds teams for rushing the field? I feel like Baylor got fined a 100000 um for storming the field, when, uh, storming the field um, when they beat Oklahoma. Anyway, all right. Y'all wanted him. You got him. The power hour is – well, is it really the power hour? Really, it's the power 30 minutes. <laughs> so we got the power half, the power half hour coming up next. But before we do that, I got to talk about our good friends over at Wham Electric, our newest sponsor here at AYS, Licensed Electrical Contractors. You can give them a call today at 985-241-8059. That's 985-241-8059. Ask for our good buddy, Drew. Guys, you need anything in reference to residential electric, electricity, they got you covered. Call them today, especially if you're on the North Shore, Baton Rouge, or in New Orleans. They can get to you all. Or if you have generator problems, they can get to you as well. Call them again today. Again, it's 985-241-8059. Let them know that Blake Rafino sent you on by. All right, let's talk about a good friend, Carol Falls, over at State Farm. Call to the power, Bryant. Next. Guys, you might know my good friend, Carol Falls, and all the great service that he provides over at State Farm. He is your good neighbor, after all. But did you know State Farm has surprisingly great rates as well? Along with a great neighbor service, State Farm agent Carol Falls has surprisingly great rates for everyone inside the state of Louisiana. So call him today at 985-395-4300, 985-395-4300 for all of those surprisingly great rates on auto, home, and life insurance needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there and individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to the State Farm underwriting requirements. We're back. The man who said it couldn't be done. Couldn't. I'm just joking. You said that they could do it. Carter, I got to ask you, when LSU clapped those crimson cheeks on Saturday night, how lit was the power hour? I was next level. And, you know, Blake, doing what we do, we don't get to uh, actually go to games that often. And I was very lucky uh, to have a viewer, FACP Monitoring, send me a uh, uh, a message late Friday and said, hey, I want to treat you to tickets to go to the game. Blake, it felt like it was a calling for me to be in the building for one of the more legendary games we have ever seen. Now, this is something that's pretty crazy, just to give people a little behind the scenes of, you know, what we do. Um, 
my numbers have, uh, haven't been that high since the Brian Kelly hire. And obviously yours exceeded that. Um, it is nuts what that victory did for this fan base, what this victory, the way that it went down, has done for all of us. It's, it's galvanized us uh, in many ways. And honestly, Blake, that was one of the most satisfying LSU wins ever for me. I don't know for you. Uh, it, 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 I, I've never felt better after a win, obviously, since 2019. And it just it just felt so great to see that happen. <clears throat> Can you confirm or deny this? Daniel Williams says you have 40 bodyguards that walk around with you when you walk around <laughs> LSU. Is this true? Uh, I, w- I only had 10. Oh, only had oh, 10. oh. So the, they, they B, the, the, the B squad. You had the B squad. They only wear they wear earpieces. I got to make sure everything is, is is perfectly clear. But no, I was just just rolling around, man. With some uh, got to, got to meet some people for the first time. It, it was truly grand. Uh, but you know what, Blake? It, it, it it's so funny. Like, we can analyze so many different things about that game and talk about so many different things uh, about Arkansas. But man, it is just truly crazy because like. Alabama LSU is normally decided by, you know, five stars, right? Uh, but you look at 2019, obviously we had Justin Jefferson, we had Clyde Edwards-Alaire, but, man, I just find it so interesting that a walk-on running back was so big in this game. Like, I just think about Josh Williams' performance. I haven't quit thinking about how epic he was in that moment. It had a very Clyde Edwards-Alaire versus 2019 feel, a guy that took his game to another level for us to win that game. It, it truly was special. All right, so let's talk a little recap. And obviously, you know a lot about Arkansas living in the state of Arkansas. So let's start here. Um, Jaden Daniels, for whatever it's worth, in my humble opinion, it, it I don't know how to say it other he's he was better than Bryce Young Saturday. Like and, and it wasn't even remotely close. Carter, he is the most, in my opinion the most electric runner of the football as a quarterback in the country. It's also not close. The simple fact that he's able to do what he's doing through the air and able to run the way that he runs, Carter is is next level. He won you the game offensively, in my opinion. When you broke down the film on him, what was your ultimate thoughts on his performance? Yeah, it's interesting, Blake, when you actually go to the game. And I, I was lucky to sit high enough to where I could see everything at all times. And it, it's it, you do begin to see some throws that, like, he'll, he'll miss here and there. But the good thing about that is you'll never see him get strip-sacked. You'll you never see him, you know, come close to turning the football over. Um, you know, the only one interception, a lot of people, you know, point to that stat. But there's also another stat called turnover-worthy play percentage, as in were you lucky to not have a turnover on that play? Max Johnson's turnover-worthy play percentage was higher than what his actual turnovers actually showed last year. But what is really, really, really interesting, Blake, is his turnover-worthy play percentage is really, really low. Um, and and that's what really stands out to me about Jaden is he makes all these very special plays that man you, you, you just can't really describe it. He when he runs Blake, it's like a slalom skier, like he's running horizontal. It, it really does look like that if you actually watch it. It's a lot of this and this and this and this, and he's out running five star Dallas Turner. He's out running. The, the 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 Bama secondary, it is truly special to watch, and we're very lucky to get to witness it. 
Second guy offensively, you talked about him earlier, and I'll bring up Jason Morgan's comment here. Yeah. The third and seven play. Carter, they were going for it on fourth down. Like, yeah. the only reason you run, you do that on third and seven is because you're going for it on fourth. And Josh Williams, I can't believe I'm about to say this, Josh Williams broke a tackle from Will Anderson. Like, <clears throat> legitimately broke an arm tackle that 99.9% .9 of America cannot get out of. He did it. I know the stat sheet's not going to show up and say that he dominated the stat sheet. I, I, I get it. I know a lot of people are going to say, well, you know, he's just a former walk-on. Carter, he is. I, I, don't, I can't explain it. Like, I put him in. I'm going to tell you something. Now, you're going you're gonna to get mad at me for saying this because we've had a lot of great running backs. Yeah. But it's just he is up there with those dudes right now, bro. Like, he is up yeah. there. The, the level of play. I talked to a Texan scout today. Carter, they're thinking about drafting him. Like, maybe yeah. later rounds. But he And I asked why. He goes, bro, he's Austin Eckler. He's a little Austin Eckler. Oh, and, okay. I, and I'm like, oh, my God. Like, this kid is just making a name for himself. Carter, he does everything. Ex not exceptional, but he does everything great. He, he's the second best player on the team offensively right now. Maybe outside Mason Taylor. But, I mean, he's just unreal from a skill position. Yeah, so he broke the tackle on the third and seven the week before versus Ole Miss when they decided to do what you said, run on third down because they think they're going to go for it on fourth. And Josh Williams, you know, essentially picked up the yardage, right? It's very interesting, right? So the uh, it's interesting that Preston brings this up. So the Burlesworth is named after actually from Arkansas. Arkansas right? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, – Man, it's it's crazy. Like the Alabama had a great play call for that too. They they ran a twist stun in forty two, uh, had a wide open opportunity to tackle him. He runs right through him, and then Will Anderson has a chance to make the play. Give Anthony Bradford a lot of credit for making an unbelievable block, and honestly, give Brian Kelly and Mike Dimbrock a lot of credit for calling that play. Right, it's really a good play if you know you're going to go for it on fourth, then you're down twenty one to seventeen. Get as close to first down marker as you can, baby. And and who's to say it? Who's to say it doesn't get you all the yardage like it said, like 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 it did right there? Um, and look what what Alabama did on that play. They were really spooked that LSU decided to run there. Uh, you could see the you know the D linemen were caught up in their pass rush stance. So that's why Bradford, you know, uh, blew uh, the thirty one Anderson completely out of the play. And you just give that offensive line a lot of credit for blocking a perfect – I mean, it was a perfectly blocked play. But Josh Williams had to make 42, the linebacker miss. And, Blake, I've never seen a clean run over like that in that spot. That was man-on-man man who wanted it more. And Josh just ran through it. I, I've i honestly never been more shocked of, in, of any play that I've ever attended, right? Like, the bird catch made sense. We've seen Demetrius Bird moss a lot of people. That play did not make sense. You would never believe, never. And if you were to tell me a million years, uh, would a former walk-on running back be running through an unblocked Alabama tackler on a third Named and seven? Will week? Anderson. Yeah, it, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy that, you know, he makes that play. <clears throat> and all he's done is just exceed expectations his entire career and – Man, and obviously it's crazy. He made it even better play in the overtime with the you know the key block to to, to spring Jaden for the TD. It is it, I, that is up there. That is, I mean, obviously the stat line side as good as Clyde was versus Alabama. But in terms of 
you know, impact. Stepping up. Yeah, in terms of really just stepping up and just taking your game to another level, that I, I will never forget that. Like that is truly, truly, truly incredible. And you know, I know we're you know spending a lot of time talking about Josh Williams, but it's rare. Like you never. You honestly never see that from a former walk-on. So I give Josh all the credit in the world. Well, you never really see that from five-star running backs either. Either, yeah. I, I'm going to say this, and I think it goes unnoticed because he plays offensive line. I watched the, uh, you know, maybe or maybe not, somebody sent an all-22 copy, and maybe I peeked right. at it, okay? Good. 7-0 on LSU, Miles Frazier. Absolutely dominated fools. Up and down the field. Anthony Bradford dominated dudes up and down the field. Now, Carter, the, the, the bookends, the freshman bookends, they had a rougher night. But, brother, the interior of LSU's offensive line is mauling dudes. I, I, I'm right. not I, like legitimately clapping, or what did you say a couple of weeks ago? Their, their cheeks are clapping, or however yeah. you said it. I mean, it is, it is absolutely insane. Last one offensively, or two, one more. I want to get to Mason Taylor, too. But let's throw him in there. Of those two guys and Mason Taylor, bro, like your breakdown on them. Yeah, they were phenomenal. Obviously, Mason putting together a good string of games. And, you know, uh, Blake, to, to, to go ahead and flip it to the other side of the football, what, what LSU fans witnessed. And for me, the game within a game is obviously the line of scrimmage, right? Brian Kelly said it in the Monday press conference, you know, we could talk all we want about modern games, whatever. You know, the games are won and lost at the line of scrimmage, okay? Now, what I, I will bring up is, man, this – and, Blake, this was truly, to me, the biggest change from where LSU was last year. What's up, Ben? Good to see you. Um, this, this, this will give people chills, okay? So, last year, LSU really had issues – with bull rushes on their offensive line. No right? doubt. All of them did. All of them, yes. And in particular, obviously, the center, okay? To me, the biggest change and the biggest juxtaposition from where LSU was last year to where they are now is, and and, and, and Blake, this, this was the one thing that stood out to me the most versus Alabama last year. And I got to shout out Danny, one of my really good friends. She always pointed out how, bad our, our center will get blocked into the backfield right this year it has been the opposite this year it has been lsu blowing the interior offensive line on the other team back into the backfield so give obviously the middle of the offensive line charles turner miles frazier anthony bradford a lot of credit but the opposite of that is also true LSU's been getting that out of their defensive tackles. Wingo and Jaqueline Roy blowing the Alabama center into the backfield was so massive in this game. And it is and obviously it has been the most undertold story from this game. Jaqueline Roy and Makai Wingo were, were, were just pushing the Alabama. You rarely, rarely see that. And 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 Wingo and Roy deserve a lot of credit for what they did defensively. So I would do want to get to Mason Taylor very quickly before we flip. Yeah, yeah, very yeah. quickly. Yeah. <clears throat> Carter, and here's the thing about Mason Taylor, brother, he was built for it. Like I, I I'm right. there because the way that he blocked. Look, <clears throat> Josh Williams's block on the Jane Daniels run is gonna live in infamy. 
people forget about Mason Taylor sealing that edge, right? Yeah. Like, and so massive. And even Brian Thomas just getting a pancake on Eli Eli Ricks was phenomenal. But brother, the, <clears throat> like this picture that we we started the show with, Let's like see e like even this. Like, he's looking the camera in the face, mossing Eli Ricks in the end zone. Okay, like this, it's just absolutely unreal how good this young man's been. Uh, Carter, just speak on it, man. Like, I, I mean, yeah. he's only going to get better. And I'm going to tell you this. If you do play Georgia, he would be a key piece in beating them because he's going to have to set the middle of the field for you to attack him. Yeah, and I, he went up against Jordan Battle a lot, and I love Jordan Battle for Alabama. He's been a really good player for them. And, you know, making that catch, and then obviously, you know, the game winner, that was the, the game winner was a lot harder than he gets credit for. You know, it looks very easy, catch the football, fall into the end zone. It's not, right? And that play is decided. It's going to 86. 86, a true freshman three-star is going to decide the game for you. And he ran the play to perfection, Blake. And, you know, his blocking has gotten better. This is a guy who honestly had some really rough games, right? Mississippi State game was rough. The Auburn game was rough. And he's grown. And I've been really, really, really impressed with how he's looked. So shout out to number 86, Mason Taylor. I freaking love that man. I just I just do. God bless. We got ranch water in the house. Gotta love it. She, hey, I, 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 she, she needs to come in every live stream because we're winning every time. She, she, she. All right, she bring her in be. here. Hey, is LSU beating Arkansas? Yes or no? She said no comment. Okay. So, there you. Did she have the? I, she has the I voted patch on. I see it. I see it. Yeah, I voted. It did the Democratic duty today, man. It was great. Um, but one more thing on one more thing on Mason Taylor. I'm. I can't say enough. How much pressure that is right because you know and it, go, <laughs> it goes back it goes back to brian kelly last year right the decision to go for two in the win to call the play that he did and honestly you know he, I, I he took kashawn off the field to run that play i i think people don't imagine did you like see how, K, very rudely interrupted did you see no. kashawn go up to mason taylor oh it's crazy i did it's, oh, it's Ben's crazy. not in here. <laughs> I, I, but I did you see him it. go up to Mason Taylor and, and and like you see it in the in the TV copy when I went back and watched it, he grabs him, says something in his ear, and then they run out there because you could see like his eyes are big. He's right. like you know, and then we they yeah. asked him at the yeah. end of the game. He's like, "What were you thinking about the last play?" And Mason Taylor said, "I'm not gonna lie, my heart went into my you know went into my stomach." Right. And that is the small stuff from Kayshawn Booty that you don't teach, right? Yeah, and honestly, you know, I do want to give Kayshawn some credit. He was phenomenal, uh, right? The the play, the Eli Ricks play when he goes in back in the middle of the field when Jaden's running for his damn damn life, you don't teach that either. He's playing at a high level. The stats don't say no. it, but he's also playing at a high level. I do want to get your your thoughts on this, okay? I don't think Will Anderson was the best defensive player on the field Saturday night. I think that goes to Harold Perkins. Brother, we have an all – he's not a freshman All-American, Carter. He's an All-American. You can't convince yeah. me otherwise. I mean, obviously, there there are some defensive players that are really good, right? Like, Jalen Carter deserves a lot of credit for what he's done with Georgia, playing through a lot of injuries. But honestly, there's nobody 
playing I, I keep up with most of the SEC. It's hard to watch every single game of every single snap. Harold's the best defensive player in this conference. And 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 he's changed the most uh of, of anything. We're two and oh in games where he's feet we're in games he's not featured, we're 0 and two. In games where he is on the field, we're undefeated. It's just that simple. And I'm not saying he is the only reason why we're winning all these games. Obviously, Jarek had a heroic, heroic, heroic game. A lot of people did. Wingo, Roy, Ojolari, Baskerville. There were so many people that stepped up. But the simple truth is Hill Perkins is the difference maker. Agreed. He is the guy that's changed everything. He is a guy that gives nightmares to opposing offensive coordinators. He is a guy like – for you old school baseball fans, he's a Roberto Clemente. He's a five-tool player. He is a guy that is good at everything. He's a baby and, Ruth. Yeah. I mean, look, he he could do everything. Like there, there's there it, it, obviously, you know, Brian Kelly's talking about how you know he's still learning, he's still picking up, and you know, he, he's he's obviously learning from Matt House, but he is truly, truly, truly a transcendent Devin White. Tyron Matthew, Patrick Peterson, all-time great talent. Now, will he end up with those guys? We'll see how the rest of his career goes. But Blake, you know, I he's truly, truly special. And he's changed everything. Like, not many people tackle Bryce Young in the open field. Honestly, you look at the game-winning, or what should have been the game-winning Bryce Young play, uh, thanks to Josh Williams and, and Mason and, and, and Jaden, it wasn't. Um, he got held. It was a bad holding miss. He he would have brought down that would that would have been his big moment. He didn't get his big moment because he was held by Tyler Steen. I, I I I've never seen anything like this. Like this is starting to reach into like the Patrick Peterson, Tyron Matthew level, Derek Stingley, all time great true freshman seasons, if not better, because he is legitimately going out there and winning us these games for all the different things he is doing to opposing offenses. It, it's every week he's he's one of the best players in the sport right now. And we are very lucky to get to witness this. If he was on another team, it would be – I would still have my mind blown. But he is on our freaking team. It I is freaking believable And it, it, it goes to show you – how important these recruiting battles are, right? And you, you, you uh, we could talk about the three stars all we want, but you got to get those five stars as well because, man, they really do move the needle. Um, <clears throat> I'm I'm not gonna go there. I'm not gonna go there with Harold yet. We'll, we'll we'll have to wait and see. Carter, they ran a four three defense against Alabama spread attack, and they won. Because they still had Greg Penn on the field. They still had Baskerville on the field. And they still had Harold Perkins on the field. Carter, if you can run a base defense and play everybody back and to a coverage, you're going to win. If if he's that versatile. I don't think people understand what I just said. Let me repeat it. Carter, LSU ran a 4-3 defense and beat Alabama. They ran a base defense. It wasn't, it wasn't anything spectacular. I, it really wasn't. They out-athleted. Alabama. I can't believe I'm saying it. It's just the truth. It is. The biggest play for me of the game, too, one of the biggest plays for me on the game, too, was Jared Bernard Converse twice. The interception was key to set the tone. Yes, it was massive. Bryce Young made a mistake. He intercepted it. He did what he was supposed to do. The biggest play to me of the game defensively, and I know it comes late, when Branch caught the ball, the back shoulder throw from Bryce Young, and Jared Bernard Converse didn't give up on the play and batted the ball out. 
when it was a third and 10 and they kick a field goal and they had 26 seconds left. Carter, it, I, I don't, I, I can't, I can't emphasize we don't make that play last year. Like, we don't have the fight to make that play last year because people would be pouting. Jared Bernard Converse, for what it's worth, over the last three weeks since Florida, he got beat once. Okay, fine, sounds good for a long pass. But ever since then, Carter, he's kind of been a little bit locked down. The PFF grade on him has been absolutely insane. He's kind of been stepping up a lot. Yeah, and he's a veteran, right? And, right. Man, there, there, there's so many experienced players in that LSU secondary that's seen a lot of football. And I like Jarek, right? But um, a, a former teammate of his at Oklahoma State uh, was, was someone that I knew as well. And um, he's, he's he's just solid, man. He's very, very solid and played the best game of his career, quite honestly, uh, that when we really needed it. So, you know, it's it's rare, right, that you have that many players play their absolute best game and I do think a lot of it is 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 the athletes and I also think a lot of it is is coaching right you you give Kerry Cooks you give Robert Steeples a lot of credit having the secondary ready to go to play you know one of the biggest games of their career and you know this was something that that you know I wrote um on 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 my Patreon that I thought the only thing that could kill LSU is the running backs out of the backfield. And that's and that's what's Alabama's passing attack, honestly. Like the Bryce Young spin around, throw it deep. There's not really much you could do about that. You just got to bring him down. Right? Correct. Agreed. After that, like their receivers just couldn't get anywhere on our guys. JoJo Earl, all those guys, they, they, they had no chance. And I give LSU a lot of credit being very prepared to go up against a very, very good football team. And now, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, Blake, going to the game and coming back and looking at all the tape and all of that, it's going to be really hard to turn the page. And Brian Kelly brought it up, you know, in his press conference that, man, you got to get focused. You got to get ready to go to play a tricky Arkansas game in a cool temperature. I know you've been talking about it on your show. It's going to be tough. And we played a very emotionally draining game. We got the thickest quarterback running back duo you will ever see. Uh, coming at you this Saturday for a morning seven kick. Seven so C's. Really What's that? Seven C's of thick. What? Seven C's of thick. You never heard this? No. Like what how many that? C's are in the thick? Like that boy thick. Oh, oh, that boy thick, thick. Yeah. I mean. But Paul's, but Paul's on the both of us. But uh, never. Both, yeah. Huh? See, I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. But, well, wait, hold on. Wait, hold on just a second. Malik Gaiman. What are these teams? Seahawks. Bring it up Yankees, again, Pooh. Seahawks, Yankees, Clippers. Who? How do you become a fan of those four teams? I understand LSU and I understand New York because we don't just don't have a team here. New York was right. always on TV. I don't understand the Clippers and Seahawks. <laughs> That's just, this yeah, I don't. Really I, I don't. I don't get that. All right, Carter. We talked about flipping the page. You're in Arkansas. Yeah. You watch Arkansas a lot. You cut. I mean, I say you cover, but you do cover Arkansas with the SEC. Uh, as well. Carter, I said this. I'm going to get ripped for it. I ripped a lie for it. Everybody's going to get on my ass. Pause. Another pause-worthy comment. But, look, they still have dudes. Okay? Yeah. They still have really talented dudes. And like you mentioned, you can't go out there flat against them and think that you can, you're can. you just going to walk all over them. Drew Sanders is playing really well. A, a former LSU player, Dwight McLaughlin, is playing really well. 
Carter, I'm not, I'm not saying we're going to lose. I don't think we're going to lose. But you can't just be snoozing just because Arkansas lost to Liberty last week. They have two really talented coordinators. Uh, been a little bit of a down year for both of them in, in some spots. but Yeah, offensively, very- Carter, they've struggled. Yeah, look, Barry Odom and Kendall Browns, they, they, they'll, they might be head coaches next year somewhere. They're good. They're really good coaches. We're really well with respect. Obviously, Odom was a really good coach at Missouri. But, I mean, look, this game is going to be tough. I They, they have a solid team. They're well coached. Sam Pittman's a really good coach. Um, so it's going to be tough, right? But they're not really that great, right? Defensively, they have major issues. They run a lot of three safety concepts. You can run on them. I also think you can get behind them as well. They really struggled versus Alabama's receivers earlier this year when they were healthier in the secondary. Now that they'll be missing some players due to off-field incidents, including Miles Slusher, um, their secondary has been burnt toast. They have been arguably the worst secondary in the West. Actually, I don't think it's arguable. They're, they're, They're the worst. Um, so there's going to be some opportunities for Jaden to hit him deep, right? It's just you got to get ready for a cooler temperature. This is something that's really tough to account for. Obviously, a good portion of our players are from warm weather climates. You know, there's only a few that aren't, obviously, Dellinger, but it, it, it's going to be tough. Arkansas is a tricky place. Now, what's the crowd situation going to look like after a Liberty loss? Might not be that great, honestly, Blake, because number 17 Arkansas- coming in, though. I mean, yeah, look, the, the, the hard thing about this game, Blake, from a fan standpoint is obviously LSU fans. We look at this as just another game. Arkansas fans, it's their Super Bowl. The golden boot is everything to Arkansas. Which For is LSU, so wild. It's it, so it, wild. It, it's the most once uh, one sided relationship in college football in terms of rivalries. Arkansas's biggest rival is LSU. Arkansas is not in LSU's top five. I can make a strong case. So that's that's the hard thing about it. Now, for North Louisiana and South Arkansas, it's a little bit different. But honestly, it's just For the rest just of the, the state, nobody really gives a shit, if we're being honest. I mean. Yeah. So it's it, it's going to be tough. There's no other way around it. There, there, I, and, and look, Brian Kelly is just hammering this point home, and I'm glad he is. And. You know, I, I do think he's going to have the team sharp and ready to go. It's just hard as players, in particular, if your team is younger and we are younger in some spots, you got to turn the page and be ready to go because the worst thing is a team like this that is looking for that signature win. They had a bad loss. They played better towards the end of that game. And I will say this, Blake, you are, you are old school as an offensive lineman. They are physical. Sam Pittman teams play hard. Probably, probably will have the highest graded center, drafted center. I yeah, can't. Stromberg. I forget the young man's name. Um, Ricky like, Stromberg. Yeah, Stromberg. Yeah, I think it goes. I honestly think it goes him, Van Pran, and Mays. But he, I think you could flip for him and Van Pran one two. If player. I'm being, if I'm being honest. But well, our, our Arkansas historically has had the best centers. Like they had the best. Right yeah, now. what they do up uh, like they play banjos. <laughs> All of them come out of the womb playing banjos. But with a piece of cornbread head ass. 
upon them. I, I mean, it just, you know. Uh, <laughs> all right, Carter, la last one, and I'll get you out of here. Thank you for joining us. I know we're a little longer than our normal scheduled time. No, it's fine. That was my fault. I had to join late. Go ahead, man. All right, last one about Arkansas. I, I Look, I don't know the Arkansas fan base well enough, but I know a lot of good people like Ty and Jacob and all those guys. Oh, they're great. Yeah. Brother, they – from what I understand, the Sam Pittman love just went out the damn window. Now I, I I don't know if I if I'm overstepping here. Is Sam Pittman in trouble? No, I a few things happen. Okay, the first is that well um, Arkansas obviously had this great season. Then Sam got a huge raise this off season. Hired Jimmy Sexton. Uh, I believe. I, I no, he I'm, did. I'm, he did. No, you're right. So, he did. So, so he, he gets more money, and you know, you want to build off of what you have, and you have the best quarterback at Arkansas in quite some time, at least since Matt, uh, uh, Brandon Allen, who's Joe Burrow's backup at Cincinnati. The team has regressed, right? And it's kind of scary that you regress when you've gotten some good players from the portal, right? So, it's nuts. The second thing, Blake that is very strange in Arkansas is that they are a basketball school, all right? They have the number one recruiting class for this true freshman season, okay? Remember, we are still in the one-and-done era. They, they had the number one, right? And they've made the Elite Eight, the Sweet 16. They've got the most energetic coach in the sport. And uh, a, a lot of Arkansas fans have turned the page. I'm in a group chat with all Arkansas friends. Uh, they're talking about basketball more than football right now. That they're ready for basketball season. Obviously, they have a really good baseball program um, with, with with one of the best baseball teams in the country. So, a lot of Arkansas fans are ready for duck season, the deer season. <laughs> I, I'm not a I'm not, I'm not a hunter, so I don't know is it duck or deer season. I, I don't know. Uh, deer season, I think. Yeah, it is. Um, they're ready. They're they're already getting their hunting stuff. Honestly. I don't know if this game means as much to them as it has in years past. And a lot of fans are really excited about basketball. Their last national championship in the three major sports was in basketball. A lot of the older people in the 40s and 50s, a lot of people don't know who this is, but Nolan Richardson was the last national championship coach. He was in basketball. They beat Duke. Basketball means a lot to people in the state. And a lot of their players are from Arkansas, like the true freshmen that they have now. So, you know, a lot of them are, are looking at that. So it, we'll, we'll see what the fan showing looks like at 11 a.m. I know a lot of people are trying to sell their tickets in, in Arkansas, but it still doesn't mean that K.J. Jefferson's not coming right down the throat. Uh, pause. Pause. Uh, pause. <laughs> but, 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 that, but that's – man, dude, he's a load. Pause. <laughs> I'm telling you. But it's true. Can't, like, if you were to look at his silhouette as a player – Right. If you were you didn't see the number, you didn't see any of that. He looks like Cam. He plays a lot like Cam, and like, he's obviously not that good. Nobody's that good, but uh, he's he, he's that special at times for Arkansas. So it's going to be tough. I think I'm going to go ahead and let you out since you said it's coming down your throat. So uh, got to be got to be hey, you got to be careful, you, man. Gotta be careful. All right, that's Carter, the true power, the only LSU power, uh, joins us. Thank you. One more, one, one more thing. Remember, remember what I told you last week? Georgia would beat Tennessee. 
And then I we didn't even back. get to that one. We I didn't even I, think about it. I gotta be honest. I did. I I, 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 I I'm being I dead honest. Back, I flipped back to stick with my Tennessee prediction. I texted you, but I thought Georgia was going to win. Now I still bet Tennessee because I'm an idiot. Uh, Y'all just gotta be careful betting against the dogs, man. They're special. That is a special. All right, let's get to that very quickly. We'll end it here. Can that can yeah, LSU can yeah. LSU be get, getting? Because I'll get we'll get to this Tennessee Georgia. I'll have to do something with you. Uh, well, let's go to that. And do you think LSU can beat them? What did you see in that game? And can LSU beat them? Yeah, Blake OT with the super chat. Shout out to the Rustin Rifle, Scotty Thurman. That's a that's a Peach Peach City legend right there, man. That's one of the best shooters in the history of the SEC. I love me some Scotty Thurman. But um, but anyway, yes, they could be Georgia. They can't just just because Jaden is so unique, right? Um, and obviously, defensively, we have some pieces that are tough to scheme for. So yeah, a lot would have to go your way. Obviously, that game being played in Atlanta, Kirby is really freaking good at coaching. His staff is really freaking good, just in general from top to bottom. So yeah, it'd be really, really, really tough to beat them. Uh, but in that game, Georgia. I mean, Jalen Carter, that defensive line, they're really freaking good at football. So, yeah, I mean, they're the most complete team in the country. And, look, uh, that that game is probably for Coach of the Year in the SEC as well. That would be quite the win if LSU was able to win out and actually beat, you know, Georgia. I mean, this this team is as good as – arguably as good as last year's Georgia team. They – they're and, and Stetson's playing at a high level. So – I, I do think LSU can beat them, but the likelihood obviously is, is is very low, especially that game being played in Atlanta. Okay, I'm right there with you. I I lied. Is could Stetson Bennett win a Heisman? I hope. I mean, I have so many like Stetson Bennett for Heisman takes just posted all over. It is crazy that you could have gotten that at plus twelve thousand five hundred. And of course, like I actually didn't place the wager i told a friend to and obviously he has a lot riding on that i i'm it wouldn't it wouldn't shock me and look heisen trophy voters love a good story i mean that's one of the best stories in the history of college football stetson bennett so you know voters love narratives like they do and 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 he's going to get a lot of votes so we'll, we'll see what happens later buddy later bud all right that's carter the power bryant guys we'll go ahead and end it here uh, we went a bit, lo- little bit long, but we were out on Monday. So, hope you, lo- hope you enjoyed it. We'll see you again tomorrow. We're actually, it's the LSU basketball season tip-off. So, we'll be going at 6 o'clock tomorrow, 6 p.m. Stay tuned for that. Until then, we'll see y'all soon. Y'all have a good night. Peace out, Girl Scouts. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.